Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laura. Sunday evening, everyone. Joe Lauro here, American Grooves Radio Hour, and it's time to get off. That's right. Copulating blues. We're going to be playing all the dirty blues of the 1920s and 30s, not all of it, because there is a massive amount that was recorded. You wouldn't believe it. Everyone kind of thinks that back in those days, things were kind of proper. But you know something? They just did it in a different way. Double entendre blues. 
clever, usually oftentimes just very blatant. And you just heard Grant and Wilson, they were black vaudeville artists, very popular in the T-O-B-A vaudeville circuit, which was a vaudeville circuit specifically for African-American performers. It was called the TOBA, but it stood for the Theater Owners Booking Association. And what a lot of veteran performers on that circuit actually called it was tough on black asses. I kid you not. I got that directly from Chabo Smith and Edith Wilson, who were on the TOBA. Get Off With Me, 1931, Columbia Records, towards the end of the race series when They were kind of looking for anything that would sell a phonograph record. And hey, sex sells. It did then. It still does now. And we're going to explore some of those kind of naughty recordings. Now, here's Bessie Smith telling us all about it. Tired of being lonely. Thank you. 
Jimmy Noon and his Apex Club Orchestra, right from Chicago, 1929, Let's Sow a Wild Oat. The band was unusual. It didn't have a trombone player, didn't have a trumpet player, but the leads were played by uh, Jimmy Noon on clarinet and an alto player. I'm not sure who it was, but the piano player was a very young Earl Hines who came up with Jimmy Noon at the Apex Club before going off and starting his own band, playing with Louis Armstrong all around the same time. Let's sow a wild oat. Fittingly, tonight, copulating blues night here at the American Grooves Radio Hour. Behave, behave. I know I'm trying, but you know, this is history and some of these recordings are really really just hysterical. They're funny, and it's amazing how many different double entendre lines were used to create these songs to get them recorded, get them sold without having them banned. And there were certain recordings, like the original version of Shave Em Dry, uh, which was so blatantly naughty and dirty that they just never released that one. There are test pressings around. I cannot play it. I will not play it. I'll get kicked off the air. And what would you do on Sunday night if I wasn't there? (laughs) Yeah, what would I do on Sunday night if I wasn't there is more like it. But anyway, here we have uh, Reverend Thomas A. Dorsey in his earlier life as one of the filthiest blues songwriters of all time before he got religion during the Great Depression in 1932. Here he is with his singing partner, Lucille Bogan, Terrible 
Operation Blues. You don't have to use your imagination on this one. All right, nurse, bring the next patient in. Get up on this table, pull off that gown, raise up that right leg, let that left one down. Pull off them stockings, that silk underwear. The doctor's got to cut you, mama, Lord knows where. Got two or three tunes, shaped like a Jew. Two or three leaps in your inner tube. Bring on that ether, bring on that gas. The doctor's got to cut you, mama, yes, yes. The doctor knows to fix it.
singer, my baby's got the ringer, and she knows her stuff. Oh, and when she starts to ring it, I commence to sing it. Baby, don't ring my thing so rough. Now when her ringer rings my singer, my singer sings her ringer, and it's just too bad. Oh, it never had nobody to put that thing on me. But man, she did me through that first, second, and third degree. I said that I got the singer, but my baby's got the ringer, and she rings my singer Jabbo Smith and his Rhythm Aces recorded in Chicago late 1929. I've got the stinger. Wonder what he's talking about. Anyway, welcome if you just tuned in. Joe Lauro here, American Grooves Radio Hour, examining those copulating dirty blues of the 1920s, early 30s primarily. Now here is one that um, was recorded by... Ethel Waters, early in her career, when she was still known as Sweet Mama String Bean, she was playing the Black Vaudeville Circuit, which we talked about earlier, the TOBA, and it was 10 years before she really began her Hollywood career uh, and radio, television as well. In fact, early on in 1938, she had the first black television show it does not exist but there is uh, information about it it's um it's a known fact that ethel waters starred probably at a time when there was about 300 television sets in the entire country but ethel was on tv back in the day here she is doing what i think is one of the cleverest of the double entendre blues songs and i'm going to tell you a little story about it a bit after it, but here it is. Ethel Waters, 1928, with James P. Johnson playing the piano, my handyman. Well, I said a good man was hard to find. Positively, absolutely, sure was blind. I found the best that ever was. Here's just some of the things he does. He shakes my ashes, greases my griddle, churns my butter, strokes my fiddle. My man, such a handy man. Threads my needle, screams my wheat, heats my heater, chops my meat. My man, such a handy man. Don't care if you believe or 
or not He sure is good to have around Why when my furnace gets too hot He's right there to turn my damper down For everything He's got a scheme You ought to see his new starter That he uses on my machine My man My flapjack cleans off the table, feeds the horses in my stable. My man, such a handy man, he's God's gift. Sometimes he's up long before dawn, busy trimming the rough edges off my lawn. Oh, you can't get away from it. Such a handyman Never has a single thing to say While he's working hard I wish that you could see the way He handles my front yard My ice don't get a chance to melt away I get that old fresh piece every day. Oh, that man show is such a handy man. Get low. My handyman ain't handy no more. 
right there at his heels. He left that poor horse in my stable, Mrs. Meals. And there's gotta be some changes, cause each new day reveals my handyman ain't handy no more. I don't know what's wrong with him. He used to turn in early and get up at dawn. All full of new ambition, he would trim the lawn. Now when he isn't sleeping, all he does is yawn. My handyman ain't handy no more. Just can't stand what he used to have. I think we've just explored the carnal career of one poor old handyman from his early days with Ethel Waters to when it wasn't working quite as well a little bit later with Edith Wilson. Now I have a funny story. Um, when I was at college, when I was in college at NYU, um, the Cookery was a club that was on University Place. And and uh, Barney Josephson, who had actually been the owner of Cafe Society in the 30s, he came out of retirement, he opened up the Cookery, and he brought some of the older performers that actually were working for him back in the 30s and 40s. And one of them was Alberta Hunter. Uh, Alberta had been working as a nurse for 20 years. She gave up her career in the 50s or early 60s, and she was taking care of her mom and working as a registered nurse. I think she lived on Roosevelt Island. Barney Josephson convinced her to get out of retirement, and she was a sensation. She was at the cookery four or five nights a week, two shows a night, just a piano player. Uh, Gerald Cook, I believe, was the piano player, as I remember, and a bass player. I just ate it up. I I mean, I, I could hardly afford the place, but... Whatever I could do, I'd get in there. I probably saw Alberta maybe five, six times. We became uh, friends. I got her some of her phonograph records. But one night, um, I had gotten a call from my friend Lenny Kunstadt, who ran the old record research magazine. And he had uh, a record label called Spivey Records, named after his wife, who was Victoria Spivey back in the day. It's an unlikely combination, an unlikely pair, but it's absolutely true. Anyway, Lenny was a friend of mine, and he called me and he said, Edith Wilson is in town. Edith Wilson had been one of the early stars of Black Broadway. She, again, was in vaudeville, just like Alberta Hunter. So I went over to Lenny's, and Edith Wilson was there with her accompanist, little brother Montgomery, who was a legend on his own. He was more of a barrel house blues 
pianist, but he was accompanying Edith Wilson on this tour. So we we hung out. We were going to do a recording session late that evening, and Edith Wilson asked me, she said, you know, I know Alberta Hunter has been singing at the cookery. She is one of my oldest friends. Would you take me to see her? Wow. So here I am you know, all of 23 years old. And my date for the night is Edith Wilson, a star of the Blackbirds of 1928. And I got to escort her to the cookery. Now we got there a little late. And all I remember, the cookery was a small room. It was, you know, just like dinner tables and the piano, like right in the middle of it all. Alberta Hunter is performing. She's probably halfway through her set. And I walk through the door. They're seating me with... Uh, Edith Wilson and Alberta Hunter stops the show. She looks at Edith Wilson, who she probably hadn't seen in 50 years. She goes, is that you, Edith? And, and Edith just said, yes, Alberta, how are you? The middle of the show. And Alberta Hunter introduced her as one of the great stars of Black Broadway in the 20s. And the whole crowd went nuts. And here I was with my very popular date. Anyway, the reason why I'm telling you that story, you know, be, besides the fact that it's a great story, I think, um, that second handyman song you heard was actually Edith Wilson. So you first heard... Uh, um, Ethel Waters singing My Handyman, the original. Then in 1930, uh, My Handyman Ain't Handy No More. And that sh that song was featured in The Blackbirds of 1930. And anyway, that's my story about Edith Wilson and Alberta Hunter. So now back to some dirty blues. <laughs> Thank you. 
chicken home I've been always cheating Now I'm getting wise I'm gonna get just what I want If I must advertise I want a two-fifty Double-jointed Rough and ready man I want a hard-working No shirking Good and steady man He can be a farmer He can dig a ditch, drive a garbage wagon, makes no difference which. I want a two-fisted, double-jointed, rough and ready man. I don't want no sissy, I don't want no sheep. Got to have a man to love me seven nights a week. He can wear his britches, begging at the knee. That's okay if he's right up on his cues and pee. I don't want no dandy, and I don't believe I could stand the kind that wears his handkerchief in his sleeve. Don't care if he's ugly, but he must have them. Even if he knocks me down for talking back to him, I want a two-fisted, double-jointed, rough and ready man. I want a hard-working, no shirking, good and steady man. I don't want no cripple. I don't want none too old, but I've got to have the conscious satisfy my soul. I want a two-fisted, double-jointed, rough and ready man. Clara Smith in 1931, I want a two-fisted, double-jointed, rough and ready man. That's another song that Alberta Hunter used to sing at the cookery. Also, My Handyman, but that was one. And if you could imagine an 83-year-old woman just selling that song to the audience, and she certainly did it. Before that, we had Jimmy Noon and his Apex Club Orchestra again, this time an old New Orleans tune uh, that was recorded around 1928. But the song, which is known as My Man Rocks Me with one steady roll, goes way back to the early years in New Orleans, probably around the time of Buddy Bolden at the turn of the century. And uh, that was May Alex singing that sinister vocal on that great, great track recorded in. In Chicago. Now, um, double entendre blues and songs certainly are not just limited to blues, although we're focusing pretty much on blues recordings tonight, but they also were songs that were sung in sophisticated nightclubs during the Prohibition 
era and shortly thereafter. And clearly an urban experience, these nightclubs. They weren't roadhouses. They were the type of place that Barney Josephson had in the 30s, like Cafe Society. And um, some of the performers uh, that were working at these nightclubs also were doing Broadway and maybe sang in a band. And um, Frances Maddox, I don't really know too much about her, but she sang with the Leo Reisman Orchestra in the early 1930s, and she also appeared on Broadway in the mid-1930s. And here is a song. I don't know exactly where she was performing, but I do know that she was a very, very popular nightclub singer of the sophisticated type. And a lot of these, quote, sophisticated songs were downright dirty. They just were double entendre. You had to kind of pay attention. And this tune that she did... Uh, on the record, it's called Syntax, but it's known as the Hollywood song. Francis Maddox on the Liberty Music Shop label in 1934. Syntax. <laughs> A little bit of difference in grammar Can make a lot of difference in life And though a nice girl should be loath To make mistakes in one or both They bring success far sooner than mere strife Smug ladies with repressions all will damn her But she will be the winner in the race Mistakes in words like lie and lame Best illustrate what I would say for they apply to my case. If I lie around, I'll get nowhere, it's clear. But if I lay around, I can have a career. Guess I'll lay around, yes, I'll lay around and be a movie star. If I'm laid about, I won't be laid on the shelf, but I'll be lied about in ads I pay for myself. They're essential when influential men have made a movie star. Oh, I'd gladly be a fool if my folly would land me in Hollywood land with the best. Oh, Lord, deliver me from good grammar. Amen. Let the cameraman do the rest If I lie around I'll remain up the creek But if I lay around I'll be famous next week Bring the hay around While I lay around To be a movie star <laughs> I'll remain just a flop, and so I'll lay about 
Wonderful, though totally forgotten, Frances Maddox. I, I actually, because I don't really know a lot about her, I went back while that track was playing. I went back to my shelf and pulled out the album that um, this was in. It's a, it's a little album that Liberty Music Shop put out in 1934, and there are three records in it, uh, each by Frances Maddox. Uh, and this is what they say. They say Frances Maddox's name has been synonymous with smart entertainment for lo these many years. She is not what is known as a singer or sophisticated of sophisticated songs, neither is she a chanteuse whose forte is the risque lyric. <laughs> Her songs tell a story, and they are charmingly delivered in the Maddox style. <laughs> nice. Well, it doesn't give us much information about Frances Maddox, but it does show you that she was popular at the time with the smart set. But don't worry, folks. Let's go right back down to the gutter. Here is Bo Carter, I'm a Ram Rod Daddy, recorded on OK Records in 1932. I'm a ramrod and daddy, I stays up on Main Street. I'm a ramrod and daddy, I stays up on Main Street. I keep my gun loaded for every good-looking woman I meet. I'm a ramrod and daddy, Lord, my rod is long and slim. I'm a ramrod and daddy, my rod is long and slim. And every time I load a gun for a woman, you know it's too tight, Jim. I'm a ramrod and daddy, I rounds as a walk along. I'm a ramrod and daddy, I rounds as a walk along. Every time I use my ramrod, I surely went me a home. I want all you women, you better bear this in mind. There's all you women, you better bear this in mind. A good ramrod and daddy, these days 
is hard to find When I get to use my ramrod I sure love take my time When I get to use my ramrod I sure love take my time It ain't no other ramrod And daddy can put his load Below where I put mine to put on my front door. I got a new man, and it's better than you. He starts his loving where you get through. Now take my tip, baby, leave my door. Your key don't fit in this good lock no more. Say you got the right key, but you're working on the wrong keyhole. Yeah, now swing it, boy, swing it. Beat it up, beat it up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, I know. right folks you got the right key but you're waking on the wrong keyhole trixie butler in 1935 singing a song at the time that was probably 50 years old keyhole blues right key wrong keyhole same song same idea that was trixie's version well folks we're getting to be uh at the end of the time that we're allotted here on wliw i'm happy to have that hour right here every sunday night at 10 o'clock, Joe Lauro, American Grooves Radio Hour, where we play nothing 
but old shellac 78s we're out of our minds but i gotta do something with all these records so i might as well play them for you hopefully you're enjoying them every once in a while if you have any requests you could reach me i'm easy to find just look me up in the yellow pages under bar fixtures and you'll find my name right there until next week folks keep swinging WLIWFM Southampton, 88.3 on your radio dial, and at WLIW.org, and all streaming formats.